Hey. What's going on here? What's going on here? Welcome back, folks, to a very special episode of... On here. For those of you who don't know, uh, or if you're a new listener or watcher or whatever, which if you are, thanks for tuning in, um, I live in Tangier, Morocco, but I'm home in the Boston area for the holidays. So we thought it would be a cool idea not to just do an episode actually in the same place, but why not film it? Because uh, we can. Yeah. So we don't really know what we're going to talk about. No clue. But we just wanted to give you guys something as a end of 2020 um, episode or whatever. And a lot went on here in 2020. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about what's going on here. I get it. Maybe, and maybe what's going on in the future because that's just always a fun thing to talk about. So. Totally. So what do you think of 2020? Well, I think first things first, we do a little cheers. Cheers to our first video. To our video. first video for you being in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And um, to 2021. All right, cheers. And cheers to you guys at yeah. home. Yeah. And i just like to say that I'm drinking one of my favorite cocktails ever. It's an old fashioned. And um, I got the cherry this time, which I don't usually do, but it's bourbon infused. So I saw, thought, what, what, why not? What do you got going on there? Aesthetically pleasing. It's good for the camera, the it cherry, sure too. Uh, I have a glass of scotch. Neat. I was never a neat guy. And then um, I think it was, well, sometime during this pandemic where uh, I started spending all my my would-be travel money on nicer and nicer whiskeys <laughs> because and I was telling somebody it's a, it was a little bit crazy because like you I at one point I spent more money or just didn't like realize my finances because traveling and doing non-pandemic things like you're used you know how much they cost you know you have your life sort of figured out like your habits sort of figured out and then all of a sudden i had all this extra money that i was supposed to travel with right and it was just sitting there so i just like overspent it on yeah, really right. nice bottles well, of scotch as well which in morocco they're even more expensive than here because uh because their taxes are yeah, crazy, like, right, the like all and, the imports, yeah. So it was, it's just been, that's been a weird highlight of 2020, but I mean, yeah. I've tried a lot of scotches. Yeah. And I don't regret it. No regrets, I always say. <laughs> Is your tattoo visible? No. <laughs> no, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I already regretted a tattoo. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Someone once told me, so guys, I just, I have a tattoo that says no regrets, and like, yeah, you can laugh, whatever. But like, someone literally went up to me. And she's like, oh my god! Like, I like that's so ironic. Like, I wonder how we can like fix that to make it like an irony tattoo, like like a joke. And I was like, well, I guess you just made it a joke, <laughs> so it works either way. Uh, oh my god! So that was fun. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah. so Scotch was one of your highlights of twenty twenty. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. If we. Okay, so if we're looking back at the year, year in review, like, there's the stuff that everybody knows happened, yeah. but 
I'm thinking more in our in our own lives, and I would invite listeners to reflect on the same thing. I'm not a big New Year's resolution guy. Yeah. I just think that the and I at least in my own experience, the time to make resolutions is when you're inspired to. Right. I like, agree. I think we tend to fail at things that we aren't aren't inspired to do right now. You know, like if you're like I. I don't know. I want to I want to take a month off of drinking alcohol because I'm just not feeling good. But like, I'll start next week cuz like yeah. it's just that's not your heart's not really in it. Yeah, and if you so like true. wake up that day and you're just like fuck this, yeah, yeah. right? And, yeah, right. Those are the things. So I don't think I, I mean I think for some people the, the new year can be a nice reason to it, I guess for people who aren't really reflective, <laughs> who are really <laughs> self-aware. The New Year's the New great... Year's like a good marked time yeah. to be like, okay, I maybe I should like about... I should think about X, Y, and Z or But But for yeah. You know, if you're yeah, doing that cool. kind of, if you're thinking about if you're examining your life, yeah. Then you don't need New Year's. You just right. do it. You just do it, yeah. I think so too. But I think so but I do think like the end of the year is a good spot to reflect on on the past year. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. It's always been hard for me because I'm in education. I've been in education. You know, I was a student in school like we all were. Right, true. And then I was a, a teacher and administrator. So I've, my life has always happened in school years. School years, so yeah. When I'm so reflecting, you would, like, reflect like, in It's like June. September to June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, but, I, but it's a little bit different this year because, because of, of the it. pandemic and because it's just been this long stretch of just, like, staying at home and stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, a lot, yeah, a lot went, a lot went down. A lot happened. Um, for me, I, I mean, I had always, I had to learn to, like, live in Tangier a little bit more because I had always, I, I moved there, like, I took a job there for the traveling opportunities. Right, like, you're of super course, close to Europe. For those super who don't close know. to Europe. And, you know, there's a ferry that I would take to Spain and be there in like 45 minutes um, and that was a big draw for the lifestyle there and there's there's not a lot about Tangier that I really love I mean <laughs> I have a good home situation but uh, but the outside of my home and the job is motivating but I would need a break from Tangier from Morocco every at the most I could stay there for a month and then I would always need to at least take a weekend trip right. to Spain or whatever and then everything shut down and I was this is my first trip in nine months I had I, I landed back in Tangier from Barcelona for a, we had a long weekend on March 1st mm. and then um, the virus hadn't really hit it hit Morocco kind of late okay. it was it was Things, it was chaotic in the U.S. and Europe before it was in Morocco. Yeah, it was like, it got pretty chaotic mid-March, I would say. Yeah. Like, it was one of those things where, like, they were advising you not to go to Italy and things like that. Right, but it wasn't, like, restrictions yeah. and all that, like... And then two weeks down. later, Morocco shut down, shut its borders, school went, went online, and so from March uh, 16th to December 12th, I flew here. Uh, I was in Tangier. I didn't even leave the city of Tangier. So yeah, crazy. the point is a lot of like learning to make 
more things enjoyable about your life. Yeah. When you're forced into that situation, mm -hmm. it's like... Even though it was just my home life that I already liked, but I had to... I couldn't go out either. Like, I couldn't do any of the things... You couldn't do anything except be home. So I think everybody yeah. had to figure out how to sit with themselves, how to live with themselves, how to live with the people they live with. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, what we had a guest... Uh, an episode, I forget the episode, our astrology specialist, Emily. Oh, Emily, yeah. So, you know, she's a good friend of mine, and, she, and um, she's a big proponent of, you know, taking what the universe is giving you and taking the message totally. and learning from it. And she was saying she has sympathy, sorry for putting you on the spot, Emily, but... but for you know all of the all of the things that are happening, like divorce rates are going up and things like that ever right. since the pandemic. But her line, and I thought it was brilliant, was just like, "Well, that's teaching you probably shouldn't have fucking married that person right. in the first yeah, place. Like that was... If you have to be home with the person right. you married, like, wow, yeah, that's getting so awful. Yeah, <laughs> give me a, it's a it's a blessing. This guy's yeah, totally. It reminds me like I knew this one couple that would be like they had completely opposite schedules and be like, "That's how we." Like, that's how our marriage works. And I would just be like, like seems like you shouldn't be yeah. married, but that's okay. But, but yeah, I totally force people to look at their life and relationships. And Emily's right. Like, it would have <laughs> probably wouldn't have happened maybe this soon or forced to happen. But, like, it, it would have happened eventually. And it mm -hmm. shouldn't have probably um, happened in the first place. Right. Like, getting married or, or anything. So, right. yeah. I feel like that's a good point and yeah I just I don't know I just feel like it's you can you can either like the situation's not going away right like it's it's gonna be that way anyway you're gonna be sitting at home no matter what so you can either <laughs> make the best of it and I'm not saying like there are some people out there who just you know like the mental illness or like oh, for sure and that's awful you and lost totally, your livelihood and... yeah you lost your livelihood and all these things happen I'm just Talking kind of just like for the people who are just like oh like yeah this or just sucks like or just yeah like inconvenience still or, have a job you're just working for yeah home, you just make your full salary and that's just... like like me like I you know luckily I I didn't lose my job yeah. and I can work from home and it's yeah. and it's fine have I been like felt like I've been inconvenienced sure but like I'm not gonna like I know people have it way worse and and even if they didn't I think. You can just make the situation better by your mindset, obviously. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of just, like, everything's your mindset. Like, mm -hmm. people have the saying, like, uh, you are what you eat, but I think you are what you think. And, you know, that's probably the most powerful tool that you have. So, I feel like this just, this pandemic has really, like, I feel like it's almost like people wish for this in a way. And not like wish for like this, like a, a virus or anything like that, but sort of had always been wishing like, I wish I could spend more time with my kids or my spouse, or I wish I could just like slow down a bit. Or I wish I just didn't like have to go to work every single day or like, totally. and, and I just, maybe as a collective, like, I don't know, maybe that just like the universe was like, all right, we're delivering and maybe yeah. not in the way that you expect, but it certainly delivers. So yeah. that's kind of how I look at it. I think people, I have another friend who um, was saying that that's the thing that she's living a simple life now. And I remember 
she was super, uh, super busy, high power, said yes to everything, was a, mu a fellow music teacher, but also a really good player. Um, so she was gigging all the time, teaching lessons all the time. There was never, you just said this recently, was just like there was never a day ever where she just had space to come home from her full-time job and yeah. just decompress. Well, yeah. Never, not one day. And she didn't even realize that it was so difficult on her until it until stopped. Until it stopped, yeah. And so I think a lot of people wish for, you know, you never just get anything for free. You never just get to spend more time with your kids where it's just like, I mean, ah, I wish I could spend more time with your kids. Well, There's always a trade-off. Always. Yeah. It's not like somebody's just going to be like, well, yeah, okay. you don't have to work anymore, but you make the same amount of money, yeah. so please go spend time with your kids. Right. It's like, but, so I think that we have to look beneath the surface of what happens and find silver linings, um, find lessons, you know? Yeah. And yeah, a lot of us had to do that and... I just, I don't think that it's, um, I don't think it's good to write off the effects. Like we've all been just like hopeless, no matter your situation, totally. but at the end of the day, it's a good lesson in remembering what you can control and what you can't control right. and just focusing on what you can, because you can't make exactly. the pandemic go away. Right. You can do a lot, like you said, with your mindset, yeah. you can do a lot with your Actions that affect your day-to-day -day life, your relationships, you, you know, you can do a lot when you're stuck at home. So, yeah, blessings in disguise, I guess. I mean, that's yeah. the best attitude we can yeah, adopt right so. now. Yeah, I think that's the way to look at it. But yeah, what, like, what else happened in 2020? Well, I'm thinking, I'm still thinking about personal... Personal things? Thing, like taking advantage of 2020. Like, I couldn't go, I had to stop teaching my self-defense classes. Obviously, you can't, you know, be yeah, putting your hands in people's faces and grappling and sweating all over each other and stuff. Um, and stop, you know, gyms closed down and things like that. So I really took 2020 to focus on getting uh, mobility work. Okay. And so I'm, despite the gyms being closed and things like that, I am, my quality of movement has never been better. Yeah, that's great. And I, I had the opportunity to sit down and bang out uh, the certification in corrective exercise. Right, yeah. So I have, um, I had been meaning for a long time to, to on paper, that. to, yeah, to get, actually have that. get the certification. Have um, a piece of paper. So yeah. So now, so I have, I became more mobile, I became more proficient in, in movement and also became an official movement coach, which is yeah, great. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, at the, at the full-time job, I just learned a hell of a lot about how to teach kids from online, which shout out to all teachers and administrators yeah. all over the world. Uh, it's, it's no matter how much people say, <laughs> Teachers are heroes, and teachers should be yeah. paid more. You don't fucking know. Yeah, shit. and honestly, you don't. Sometimes thank you don't you. fucking mean it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you've ever said that and meant it, thank you. Sincerely, yeah. thank you. But everybody else, you can shut the fuck up. Yeah. You have no idea. Oh my god. So yeah, and here we are, the end of the year. Yeah. What about you? Would it, would would twenty twenty bring you in disguise? Yeah, I think 
I had a, a lot more time on my hands and for some people that's like really like overwhelming um, but I loved it so I typically um, I work in Boston so I typically had like a commute um, and so without that commute even it's amazing how much time I feel like I have and time to just um, you know I can sleep like a little bit later but then also I can get up and like feel refreshed and then I can have like this morning routine and um, I got to kind of do that like I got really big I, I was meditating previously like before this whole thing but then it kind of just like it was a great time to start really meditating so I started like doing it twice a day for like 25 minutes a day um, and kind of like journaling and just writing down all my thoughts and I think it's just that thing like where I could be just more self-reflective and I could just have more time I felt to do those things or maybe even just like no more excuses mm -hmm. um, so kind of just that like yeah, because that's like the number one excuse, right? Is I yeah. don't have the time. Yeah, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. And it's just like, well, I have I have the fucking time. <laughs> now I'm just going to do it because what else is there to do? So I actually really appreciated just having that, just more time um, to do those things. And it's really just helped me. Um, like it would have helped me generally, but especially during this pandemic and kind of kept me grounded and being like, okay, like, still like again with the mindset thing and the thoughts and kind of not going to those dark places and because it's really easy to do that I think um so that's definitely been just a highlight and just getting used to that like having a an, a good routine like a mm -hmm. healthy routine and not like fucking running out the door in the morning being like I'm gonna fucking miss the train or whatever yeah. it is like just being incredibly anxious even mm -hmm. like even my anxiety levels have gone down like dramatically and not because like I get anxious like going to work it's just like I get anxious doing the whole process of mm. getting to work and then like leaving work I'm like am I gonna catch the train home like am I gonna get like what time am I gonna yeah. go home like what I'm gonna eat for dinner like all of these things that I just feel like were maybe overlooked before and I'm just like which seeps into the rest of your day yeah right? totally yeah so that's definitely been a huge blessing in disguise for me this time that's great what about you guys? We invite you to comment in our Instagram posts, whatever, yeah. however we post this. Yeah. Or I guess you're gonna put this on YouTube or yeah. something. So you can right. comment, so down, comment down. Yeah. We'd love to know the silver li your silver linings yeah. that you've taken from the hard lessons of, of this uh, yeah, this weird, weird it's year. Time. So um Okay, so 2020 happened. There was, we talked about the election. Um, mm -hmm. We talked about cancel culture was really awesome. Yeah, prevalent. Uh, terrible, that is. Um, and moving into 2021, yeah. what's going to happen? I wonder. I wonder. I feel like people like have this thing of they look at like every year like we we think of time like as a linear thing and it's very much just like okay like we're done with 2020 cool let's ship that off into a box and like send it away and now we're coming into a brand new thing and I think this is really actually the only year that I believe maybe we are coming up into like a new new thing maybe maybe the first uh like few months like nothing will change it will all be the same like we're still in the pandemic like blah 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 
like all of these things, but perhaps more of um, more things will. I don't know. I mean, I just I'm like I'm a spiritual person, and I just feel like maybe more people are like awakening to the like the truths of the world and like all of these things and. I just feel like there'll there'll eventually be a big shift in energies and and uh, all that stuff at some point in twenty twenty one. We'll see it, and it won't happen an overnight thing. Um, yeah, and if so, all you people who are like, man, only three more days left in this year. Thank God, bring on twenty twenty one. What the fuck do you think is gonna happen? Yeah, the same thing's gonna happen. Everything goes back to normal as soon as the clock strikes midnight. Yeah. Everything, the pandemic goes away. Yeah. But we like to believe that because we like to, again, we just... Yeah, like, we compartmentalize. Yeah, we, need to cut it, we need to right. cut it off at some point. It's a linear thing to us. It's yeah. Like this one, this one, this one. Yeah. Time is is a construct and it's, yeah. it's nothing and it's everything all at once. So it's, it's, it's really weird. And everything, like, of course there are sudden events, but like things that things happen in taper. They bleed into the next thing. Right, yeah. You know, thing. Right, it's not just like, all right, well, yeah. now that it's 2021, we gotta let you go. <laughs> I'm Pandemic craziness, my, like, whatever. Come Thursday night, midnight, I'm gonna be my 2021 self. Yeah, you, boom. New year, new me. Yeah. God, people still say that. I hate that so much. Me too. It's Look, like, good for you, like, whatever. Like, if, but if, how about new day, new me? If anything. Exactly. Like, which brings us on. back to that. Yeah, that uh, you don't need New Year's, but whatever, teach their yeah. own, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if. But I'm if sorry. that makes it there, if that's like, that's some people do get their motivation from that. They're yeah. just like, you know what? It's a new year. This is the time to start. Yep. Which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you just guess you just, it's all right. You're just not doing that normally. It's just right. Then that's the that's the fundamental issue. It's not like you don't have any motivation or you're like a lazy person. It's just like. I guess it's also easy to track change when you're. Yeah. Like if you, if you can say you started or stopped or whatever it is on the first of the year, it's like, yeah, you don't have to true. remember it. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I know I started here and then. So yeah. you, okay. So you wanted to say, you told me the other night, you want yeah. to say something, mention that this. Uh, 3D versus 5D. Okay, shit, okay. <laughs> which I know nothing this is, about. This might be a little esoteric, but uh, it's, okay. it's fine. Um, so, okay, so uh, the whole 2012 thing, like we can recall that that was when the Mayans predicted, or so we thought the Mayans predicted that the world would end in 2012. But now, some astrologers and some spiritual people and like all that huge circle think that perhaps um that it wasn't that okay that <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy so that all right let me back up <laughs> let me pause for a second you know this is gonna be good <laughs> yes this is probably i'm not gonna explain it well but uh so basically so prior to 2012 we're living in a 3D, so it's a three-dimensional reality. So that just means, you know, we're we're uh, in the physical realm. And for those of you who believe in souls, our souls are in our bodies. Our bodies are just um, the car, and um, 
so so we've been in that 3D, that physical reality thus far. And so what happened in 2012 was, or what some people think, is that 5D, which is just a five-dimensional realm, which is just um, just another spiritual realm, and it's neither better nor worse than 3D, um, came along. And, and, and instead of 3D just ending, uh, 5D came and... Um, like the two realities, and this is like very like quantum physics and like all that realm came together. So 3D and 5D, and they kind of layered on top of each other. And a lot of people kind of have that same like sense like 2012 and like to, to now, um, like there were just like weird things about it or, or they, uh, I don't know, like you just, you just kind of had a sense of like a shift mm -hmm. and some people don't it's right intuitive so it's like an intuitive thing. thing yeah so like people say that like there was the 3d earth and then like let's say just like half of the people shifted into the 5d reality whereas the other half didn't but instead of like them going to one and them going to the other it kind of merged and so um eventually what was what was said and, and like the minds knew this is that they like ascended to a higher dimension and so um they think that like eventually the 3d earth and the 5d earth will then separate and then some people will ascend to 5d where others will stay in the 3d dimension what do you think that looks like so oh, so this is another thing like we really think of things like physically and I don't think it will be that simple. Like, I think it will be maybe, or at least at first, just sort of a shift in mindset for people. Like you, I don't know, say you grew up with the, uh, a friend um, ever since like you were kids and you had remained friends throughout adulthood. But then all of a sudden one day you're kind of uh, not on the same page with them. Um, maybe like just spiritually, emotionally, just just all of those things. Like you're just kind of not clicking anymore. Mm -hmm. And then at one point you kind of just decide to separate and it's kind of like, like no skin off your back. Like, and not in a mean way. Like it's kind of just like, yeah, I'm like good with letting them go. I'm fine. They're fine. Like whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's probably, what I think is probably going to look like that at first, kind of just like the separation of like, maybe like a 5D and a 3D, like, and then eventually, I, I don't know. Okay, what about four? What about the number four? A lot of people ask that, and I've, I've tried researching like 4D, and I guess it's kind of like the in-between of 3D and 5D, like it's kind of just like you're, you're ascending, and it's not really like a, a stop. I guess on on the the it's train. Yeah, I guess I don't know. That's kind of how the, the way I've described it. But and I know that sounds like very. It probably sounds like a little woo woo to people and just kind of bizarre, which is totally fine and understandable. Um, but I think what we're seeing now, and what like in astronomy, like the age of Aquarius, and that's that's what we some astronomers actually disagree that we're not in the age of Aquarius. And astrologers? Astrologers, sorry. And uh, some 
some agree, some disagree about where we're at because of like the calendars are off. And the Mayan calendar, like people are like, oh, it was off and like now that's 2020 actually. And like, it's like, no, maybe they were right. <laughs> but like, the like it's just like off. But I think based on what we're seeing that we saw in 2020, because all of these like energies kind of coming up to the surface and in the age of Aquarius, those energies will kind of um, be like taken out. But before that happens, like a lot of shit has to occur. I don't know. It's fucking wild. It seems like it's been occurring. But that was in our astrology episode. I think the yeah. point was that the Capricorn energy right. was untangling itself from its grip on the world and all the you know everything that's that's ruled by producing more um that that ceo energy ceo vibes of just yeah. like racing and right. work 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 and um that slowly has been unraveling and whether the age of aquarius is now or some other time it, it does feel like we're approaching um, some type of shift. Yeah, some type of shift. Like we can't, we can't think about life the same way that we've always thought about it yeah. after this. Right. Uh, but then there, all of that is, you know, because sometimes there's like there's ascension into different mindsets and energetic you know, up-leveling, if you will. Yeah. But then it also seems like in ways um, leveling up physically or like within the society that um, that we've built is counterproductive to leveling up spiritually or it takes you, like, taking you away, farther away from human nature right. takes you also farther away from a spiritual... Uh, upgrade or something right because like the energies currently happening now are not in alignment yeah with like the thing that you want to ascend to right you would so think like, when you think though that like you like going beyond human nature what drove us uh primally would align with ascending spiritually i would think that but it doesn't right right they're they're the opposite right so uh, evolving and transcending and ascending are it's you have to split hairs to you know what i mean because a lot of people think like take social media for instance like the addiction to social media there's the there's so there's the good of social media which is you know connecting people and right all of that and then there's the bad parts of social media which are addictions and yeah. lowered self-esteem and self-worth and all of that stuff and both of those things are very real right. um so but you would think that ascending spiritually is comes with more innovation yeah. more all, all of that but you really have to split hairs and think about what's good for me spiritually psychologically and right. how like you don't have to cut out that stuff but you have to pay really close attention to how you're using it 
that's just an example. Social media is just an example, but any advancement, physical advancement, societal advancement that we've made is always a double-edged sword. Right, yeah. It's not just we're moving forward, and so it all must be good. Right, yeah. Like, we think of technology, um, like any technological development as a positive, mm. and that's not necessarily the case. I'm not saying that it's not the case either. Like, yeah. it could be a great thing, but it could also be a very bad thing, like social media. Right. To say that it has no negatives right. would, be would be preposterous. Yeah, just false. Yeah. Just yeah. like, just like a fucking vaccine. <laughs> yep. Just like that. Sorry. Hey, we're not anti-vaxxers. Yeah. Uh, but we're, uh, I, I hope I can speak for you. I don't know. Yeah. I speak for myself. I'm not fucking taking this yeah, vaccine. Yeah, I'm not fucking taking this fucking. Um, so, and a, a lot of people, I know there are different levels, but I think though people, more people respect that, um, more than any other type of vaccine because of how new it is. And that would be, I mean, there are layers to it, but. I hope so. There, there are layers to not wanting to take a vaccine, but number one is like, I don't give a shit how safe anyone tells me it is. Yeah. Nobody knows how safe right, it is. Right, yeah. You need years, and you can tell me you don't need years, yeah. but I don't believe you. Right, exactly, yeah. And, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, people will try to convince you, not because they're, like other people, I'm just talking about not like doctors or any like medical professional. I'm just talking about like the average person who is just as qualified to talk about it. Exactly. As we are, yeah. Just we'll try and convince opinions. you otherwise with also no <laughs> yeah background or like like it's weird because so if someone said I'm not taking the vaccine and I'm a person who would take the vaccine, I would, like, look down upon you, and I'd be like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this yeah. is why I need to take it, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And if you, like, you wouldn't say the same thing to me. You'd be like, if you want to fucking take it, go ahead, but, like, don't right. try and, like, it's weird how, um, how we treat, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> people with, with opposing views when it's, yeah. like, this is the mainstream view of, of course I'm going to take the vaccine. Yeah, and, well, I mean, there's... A lot of people who are pro this vaccine are convinced that every it's everybody's responsibility to take it yeah, so that we is, achieve herd immunity. Which is wild. And it is it's hard to draw the line between your 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 responsibility for what affects other people and but it is, but <laughs> you you know, I think we go back to this sort of sto this sort of stoic principle of what you can control versus what you can't. Right. And I think we need to accept that in certain certain realms we can't control other people's behavior or decisions. So I I wish more people would take comfort in the fact that they're choosing to take the vaccine and that's right. that's something that they have complete power over, complete right. control over. And that they are protecting themselves as much as they can or believe they can or whatever and to stop it there. Because when we get into other vaccines and vaccine injuries, it's a whole other thing. But if we just look at this one, yeah. how could you possibly blame somebody for not wanting, I mean, the... What, what is it, seven years is the quickest vaccine ever developed before yeah. uh, this one? Right. So seven years, and this one hasn't 
it, it was developed in under a year. Yeah. How how could you blame anybody for being weary yeah. to take it? And I know most people, I mean, a lot of people I've talked to, stick that thing in my arm, man, can't wait to take it. And it's like, it's a reaction to all the inconveniences of, uh, you know, imagining right. instantly. And fear, yeah. Right. Things are going to go back to normal if I just, as soon as this gets stuck in my arm, I'm good. Right. Right. And I understand that, but... To, to belittle somebody for being weary to take some, it's not only is it a vaccine that has has been developed in less than a year, but it's also a brand new vaccine technology yes. that is was not even ever it, imagined. It was a theory. Right. How long ago? Like a year only ago? Only a year ago. Like that's, mRNA was a mere theory and they were like, Un, uncharted. Let's, let's try it out. Yeah. In this pandemic. So, the I think the main point is that some people don't want to be fucking guinea pigs. Yeah, I certainly don't. For this vaccine and for this type of vaccine yeah. technology. You know, this has never happened the, before, yeah. ever. So, for those of you who are like, stick me with it, go ahead. Yeah. I will never uh, fault you for that. Yeah, but seriously. If we have a talk about this and I'm saying I'm not taking this vaccine, do not fucking tell me yeah. that I have a social responsibility. Yeah, there's no to obligation. Take this. Um, and the I see a lot of people posting um, on like social media about just broad messages to the their whole network about yeah. you should take this vaccine. <laughs> and I I just I don't understand people doing that just in general. Where yeah. if you're a doctor, if you're an epidemiologist, that's something. If you have access to some information that the rest of us don't have right. and you're like hey you guys the collective need to know this right but if joe schmo who has <laughs> access to the same information that i do who is no more or less qualified to talk about the benefits or the drawbacks of vaccinations right. posts broadly on social media i hope you guys take this vaccine yeah. you should take this vaccine yeah who who are you who are you who are you to tell? Like, oh, on here. if I, so, and, and it might, on a one-on-one -on -one level, it might be different, right? If you're talking to your friend or if you're just like, look, man, come on, take the vaccine. Yeah. Herd immunity. Here are my points. Maybe. Right. But you, it's like to, to assume some authority on the subject yeah. to tell your whole network what they're supposed to do. Right. Like, I, I would, I mean, okay, so I know more about a few things than most people, right? So for those things... Uh, and some, many of them I'm credentialed in, right? So of course, like if it comes to like movement or fitness or self-defense or uh, music or anything like that, I would feel totally comfortable and qualified yeah. to say, hey guys, here's something that I know, I have experience with that most right. of you don't. You don't, yeah. So this might be helpful for you. Here's right. what I think everybody should do. Right. Take it or leave it. But, and that's even still like a, Here's a suggestion right. or my opinion, yeah. my professional opinion, if you were like, a, yeah. you know, and what people are doing is you better take that fucking vaccine. Like you're yeah. going to kill your grandmother and you're like, yeah. and it's just the thing about the herd immunity uh, argument. I don't really understand because everyone knows, like, I just hope everyone knows you can reach herd immunity without the vaccine. Like everyone, yeah. like it's, it's Not just as efficient. They just think, like, I, I, I don't know, like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's equating 
herd immunity with a vaccine, with a vaccine is, is, is not accurate. It's not. And it's, but to, I mean, also to the, you know, people used to have chicken pox parties and yeah, honestly, like they were like, Ooh, your kid has a chicken pox. Um, yeah. you know, going to send my kid over. Right. So they get the chicken pox because, and that was just, I mean, it's less efficient and with most diseases, you know, herd immunity via vaccination has been just been more efficient and yeah, but but I don't know if it's efficient with this particular vaccine right. because there's no, no like and there's no like virus like it's not like they they isolated the virus right. and they were like here you go here's the it's like it's not that at all right we don't yeah that's the so thing. that's the thing we don't like, know. we don't even know <laughs> we don't know if it's effective right we don't know if it's safe right so like we don't actually right. know like if it is better in this case right. to reach herd immunity. We, right, we don't, we don't know. know. Yeah, this is the most, yeah, the most That's effective what's... method. And so if at some point we know, maybe more people take the vaccine once they know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, the, the, the CDC or whoever saying, this is a safe vaccine. Yeah. The... It's an effective vaccine, 95% effective vaccine uh that's not that's not evidence yeah. for those of you for those of you Sorry. saying uh the science says yeah um no. the science says what that out of how many what was the sample size for the first there was one that was like i don't know if it was 11 as the sample size or like a like a 23 sample size but then like only 11 got in and then like like the others a placebo yeah the others a placebo yeah. or whatever and i'm just like but the sample size was incredibly low anyway. Yeah, so if that's, you know, if that's what you're talking about when you say the science. Yeah. The well, science says. Yeah. There is not, there is no science. There's no science. Yet, because, because it's the, just, yeah, it's we, too new. There's right, just not we don't any, know. Um, otherwise, man, every fucking anecdote would be Right, no science, kidding. So. And in these cases, you can make anything look like the way you oh, want it sure. to. sure, yeah. Like, Sorry, that's just the way it is. And you can call it, like, a little conspiracy. I'm not saying that. I'm just, like, you can manipulate data Absolutely. in your favor. Yeah. Like, that's science, why. like, everyone's just, like, the science. And it's just, like, God, like, people could do whatever they want. Look at they, the science. Yeah. Look at the The science like, says. Like, I could find you a contradictory report to every single paper oh, yeah. well, that, that well, anyone shows that's anyone. And that's that, why there's, yeah. That's, uh, with when it comes to people who are who will not trust scientists or sometimes right. won't trust scientists. Yeah. We have to realize that no sane person that I've met anyway has when they say that they are not convinced about something that has been scientifically proven. They're not saying that they distrust the scientific method. Right. That I mean I happen to hold the scientific method in as high a regard as the next person it is a, a beautiful eloquent and effective way to discover truth as we know it right and it, and as we can understand it i think what people distrust is the institution of science exactly. the scientific community the institution because of data manipulation right. and because Bias. how i mean how is how is anybody about anything supposed to know uh, what to believe, and you can say, you know, oh well, it's something that's uh, 
it needs to be peer reviewed and it needs to be well you don't you don't know you don't know who those peers are you know and i'm not saying you should automatically distrust everything either but you have to understand that that the buck has to stop somewhere and wherever it stops for you it could in theory stop one step further there could be a layer deeper where something is corrupted or or just mistaken yeah or manipulated or some way not accurate But where you stop and say, you know, oh, well, it came from such and such a news source. Yeah. Well, okay, if that's where it stops for you, have you investigated the nature of the news right, source? The news or, source. again, if it stops at, well, it was peer-reviewed, right. well, have you investigated who those, who peers, those peers are, are who, yeah. who reviewed it? And, and um, yeah, these are all just questions that you have to keep asking yourself because, like you said, no, I mean, no institution is automatically trustworthy when you have about virtually any topic right. you have conflicting studies that right. just say you know uh saturated fat causes high cholesterol no saturated yeah. fat doesn't it's cause like, cholesterol it's inflammation yeah. due to high carbohydrates right. yeah. but, and it's, it's just like so so okay what so what the fu- the science says both right right, right away so. is it either one of them that's the problem Right. Or the answer, maybe, maybe not, but you have to look at the institution itself right. yeah. and why these studies are published the way they are mm-hmm. and how, which one are you going to trust. Right. And I feel like it's so easy to attack people when they sit like they're just like they don't trust the science for the reasons that we said, like the institution of science, not the scientific method. It's so easy to attack those people and just be like, wow, like what an idiot, like you don't trust the science. And it's just like, oh man, like. If only you really knew if, like, yeah. if, if you weren't so trustworthy of yeah. those institutions and you actually dug a little bit deeper. But that's another thing is that we rely on others so much to do the research. And, and mm-hmm. rightfully so. I mean, we're not, like, scientists. We're not epidemiologists. Like, we're not these people who are who do this for a living, who have been yeah. trained and certified and have the degrees and everything like that. But it's just – it's that thing where you're just – at some point the waters get muddy the agendas get driven and the biases happen and and then you're just like you know it doesn't matter kind of where it went wrong all that matters is now like you don't you can't necessarily just be like oh yeah no like i read this study and like this is fact Mm -hmm. like it just can't it's not a thing yeah it's not a thing and in some cases the other issue is that in some cases it is a thing but that's been completely discredited. A right, lot of exactly. Legitimate, it doesn't matter now, yeah. even if it's legitimate. A lot of legitimate shit that walks the line gets completely discredited. Yeah. Where, you know, when you conflate one thing with another thing, um, it, it fucks you up. Because then anybody on either side of an extreme argument, which is what this podcast is all about, can completely write off anybody who has a nuanced totally opinion in the middle. Uh, when when a, when you conflate not agreeing with uh, one side with agreeing with the other side, if those two things are the same, right? I mean, all all discussion is lost, and that's been a huge thing about yeah twenty twenty also. That's with like uh, God, who was it? Uh, Ricky Gervais. He said, uh, he was like, people are now mistaken, um, 
like me wanting you to have the right to freedom of speech with me agreeing with you. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, that's not necessarily true. Right. It's just like, I just want you to have your freedom of speech regardless of my opinion. I think that's the whole point. Well, that's how you, that's how you solidify your opinions, change them if you need to. That's how you arrive at, at truth. Yeah. Uh, and there, I mean, there's no other way, there's no other way to do it. Right. So that's people who disagree. I mean, with, and when we, when we conflate, um, truth with an, an emotional or moral drive yeah. is a whole other layer that we saw a lot in 2020 with the anti-racist movements and stuff like right. that, where, you know, you can be, uh, absolutely you can absolutely abhor police brutality and racially skewed police brutality Mm -hmm. uh, and also not want black lives matter and antifa to burn down the fucking country right yeah those two things can exist right exactly so but if i i just feel like if i abhor police brutality um and acknowledge racially driven police brutality the there's a there's a network on the right the kind of blue lives matter yeah people who will lump me in with the far left yeah and at the same time saying that like maybe we shouldn't be burning down our our fellow our fellow people fellow human beings right but also if you want to get even deeper into more detail your fellow black human beings yeah right for those who you know, black Americans who are protesting and burning down black Americans' businesses, right. which just happened. Right. Um, your fellow American, your fellow human, whatever you yeah. want to say, by saying that that's probably not productive, yeah. uh, I'm lumped in with the alt-right. Right, right. And, I mean, if 2020 has taught us one thing, maybe this is a good theme, because it's the theme of our whole fucking podcast, yeah. and it should be, you know, our... our message to our listeners is just like stop jerking yourself off by yelling at other people and just put slapping labels on them right. and then go into your echo chamber and being like wasn't that so that yeah. guy's such an asshole yeah. fuck you yeah. fuck him what a, racist. You know, what a racist you know here's a controversial opinion okay here we go now we're getting into it <laughs> uh it was the one glass of scotch Here's a controversial opinion. I don't really think I don't really think racism is very prevalent at all. I don't really think now. Before you shut off this yeah. episode right now, let I, him explain. Yeah, I I just uh, I just think we've lost the definition of racism has been lost on us now. Every everything, every disenfranchisement of minority groups or people of color, mm-hmm. um, I, I definitely don't agree with, and I definitely, of course. of course, believe in striving for equity. The, But I just think the terminology, again, it's about conflation, because there are people who are truly racist. Yes. So if you look at racism, like real, true racism, and you can say, ah, it's semantics and definitions change over time, and sometimes they do, but should they? Because there's a big distinction between people who think that your 
automatically by virtue of genetics superior to another race. Yeah. That's racism. Yeah. That that's what drove Hitler. That's right. what drives the KKK. Right. That's that's you know that it, no matter what a and let's just say when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, let's just say let's just do black and white for uh, ease of conversation, for simplicity's sake. Black people, white people. There are white people who believe that because I'm white, just the white Caucasian race genetics are superior right. to black people, and so you will always be inferior. And that and end of story. It's eugenics. We're, yeah. It's eugenics. We're just we're better. Yeah. You guys should be wiped out, or you guys should be suppressed in whatever way. Right. I do think that there is a subgroup of people who For believe sure. that they still exist, For and sure. that is fucking wild yeah. to me. That That's, is just off the charts. Right. It's fucked up. Fucked up. So fucked yeah. up. Totally. But I, that when we're talking about racism day to day in 2020, that's not what we're talking about. No. Even a person, even a person who would say like, I don't trust black people. Let's take somebody who might say that. I don't trust black people. That They're probably not racist. I really don't think that they believe that black people are inferior genetically. That's why no. they don't trust them. I think that... There has been so now this the systemic part comes in here because originally it's it stemmed from real racism when when American white Americans and Europeans were enslaving black people because they believed they were inhuman they were less than human by virtue of being black so fair enough it has its roots deeply sure. in real racism but now. If somebody said it, the way that it manifests is because of the the lingering kind of classism and and when somebody says I don't trust black people I don't believe they think they're genetically not trustworthy I think that whether they're conscious of it or not mm -hmm. there's been a generational suppression originally due to racism they haven't give, been given the opportunity to build generational wealth so many people of color are in the same communities where it's difficult for them to rise out of it and they you know stereotypically may resort to violence or theft or something like that to get what they need this is just may or may not be true depending on the community whatever but i'm just giving an example of like this this convoluted way of getting to you're profiling them because of their race which is not which is a problem because in a lot of places in America they there's been systemic oppression which has been which is correlated to race so you look at but the reason that you look at say a black person and say I don't trust him it's still it's wrong I'm not saying it's right it's mm -hmm. very wrong but it's not racist it's classist it's culturalist it's there's something about I, there's something about this person I think they might have a tendency to do because of their situation, possibly generational situation, yeah. which is linked and rooted in the way we used to treat them and set things up for them because of the color of their skin. So it's related to racism, but I think we, ha we have to split hairs and we have to say there's a difference between the Hitlers of the world, the eugenicists of yeah. the world, who yeah. believe in in uh, genocide and genetic superiority of race versus the people who are misled by generational, um, 
you know, buried generational stereotypes uh, that are prof that you're profiling via race, if that makes any sense. So it's it's stuff like that where like it's too easy to just call somebody a racist. Totally. Don't you want to understand if they're Hitler or if they're yeah. somebody who's just fearful and misguided? Yeah. Or even neither of those things. Like they're not they're not racist, like they're not eugenicists and they're not um you know, driven by the the like the biases of like the the generational thing. Like mm -hmm. I think a lot what's happening too is in 2020 and before that, um, you can be called a racist for for anything. Mm -hmm. Like, it, and it could be as simple as just like, I don't know, like a like like a like a woman gets hit on and she's white and and she, like she happens to be white and he happens to be black and she turns him down. Mm -hmm. You're a racist. And it's like. No, I have a boyfriend, <laughs> yeah. actually. Or, no, I'm just uh, not looking for a relationship right now. Or a number of things. Not fucking interested. Not fucking interested, but you're a racist. Right. And that's not okay either. It's yeah. Like, because that's a lot what's happening, too. And I get that there's there's the actual racist people and then, like, what you said. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, like, then there's actually, like, no, you're not either of those things. Right. Yeah. You're just being a human being. I was talking. Well, yeah. I was talking about just things people might say or do or feel that are actually wrong. In my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then because things that we can all agree are very wrong, like somebody saying I don't trust totally. black people. That's totally. like you. We we need hopefully make to fix that. Right. But what I'm saying is yelling a racist at that person. You don't know right. if they're racist or they're. Or if they're misguided right, and it's yeah. really deeply yeah. nuanced and fucking confusing, right. difficult way. But then you're right. Then there's a layer of people aren't doing anything wrong at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we've like, got a whole subculture. It's not really a subculture. It's like the maybe yeah, majority, like majority yeah. of people who are just looking for a fucking fight. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's fucking wild. And, and then and then a lot of people. Uh, they can't be consistent about that that stuff, right? Like, look at the. I mean, just take your uh, your wonderful politicians, your state politicians, telling you yeah. um, not to go anywhere or not to gather, wear yeah. your mask or whatever. Which, you know, um, that's fine. It's, but then when they don't do it and they get caught, yeah, when so, they do the opposite of what right. they're, they're preaching. Then. And I just, I, I've seen. I've seen it. I've seen people who, both with the virus stuff, who are, I see on, you know, posting, what the fuck, you guys, like, just wear a mask. Yeah. It's not about you. It's about everybody else. And, um, okay. But then I've seen them right. be super lax yeah. with people who I know are not in their, their pod, their circle, or right. their household, or right. whatever. And it's... We all make mistakes. We all, we can't be consistent all the time. Yeah. So I'm not saying that the, the people should uh, be more stringent with their mask thing. Maybe they should. But what I'm saying is in the first place, maybe you shouldn't fucking preach to the world right. something that you cannot practice. Right. And I really think that it's the same thing with the racists 
stuff where there are people who, and I know people also, um, who I've, they've preached online or they've preached via like text message or whatever, um, all of the Black Lives Matter stuff or whatever, and then have still heard them in person just like making jokes that are considered totally racist. And it's just like, if you can't sustain it, if you can't live up to it, if you can't practice what you preach... Don't preach it. Like we all, we all just fine. Like, don't, just yeah. don't preach it. Just yeah. No one's gonna be mad at you for for right. preaching or not preaching it. Right. They sure as hell are gonna be mad at you for for doing for, the opposite. For yeah, yeah. being yeah. a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you're gonna get on my face, yeah. Like I, I expect you right. to be pristine. Yeah. yeah. Gavin Newsom, if you're gonna, <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna tell people not to gather. For Thanksgiving, and then you immediately go out to a restaurant with yeah. fucking directors. There was another. There was another governor too, right? He said, "Don't yeah. travel," and then, well, and then but he, he did it while he was yeah. in Mexico. Yeah, or he something. was like, <laughs> "Oh man!" So hey, you know, no one's perfect. You don't have to be, but you do have to be if you're going to make the choice right. to fucking right. rag on other people for right, not being exactly. perfect. So yeah. what's it going to be? Right. You're going to be perfect and then get on your high horse, or are you just going to get off the horse because we're all not on a horse? Right. You're going to accept your own imperfections. and But that's what pe- like, people, you know, a lot of it is, uh, it's a it's a problem with the self. You know, like you, you hate in other people what you hate in yourself. In yourself so if, yeah. You, yeah. if you expect perfectionism from yourself because of a low sense of self-worth or something like that, you're going to expect that from other people. Right. And then when you can't live up to it, the whole world comes crashing down. Yeah. Because not only do you hate yourself more, but then the people who you bitched at, yeah. who want to then take advantage of your low point because right. you bitched at them, which you shouldn't have fucking done in the first place, right. are, and everybody's just coming at you. And it's just like, yeah. oh man, maybe I just should have you yeah, know, maybe you shouldn't accepted have... that I make mistakes and yeah. just kept my mouth shut right. about should other people. Right, said that. Mistakes, yeah, so. cool. Yeah. So for what it's worth, that's, that's 2020. That's what 2020 is. <laughs> that's 2020. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, we got anything else? Are we wrapping this up? Yeah, yes. Oh, the Mandela effect. Oh yeah. Well we can we can why not? Keep it rolling. Okay. Alright, if you guys uh wanna shut this off now, go ahead. But, but um don't. but don't this one's gonna be good. But this was related to fi- Yeah, this was this is what I forgot about like the three D and five D thing okay. and like people are like, Oh my god, this bad. No, this is like cool. <laughs> it's not cool, it's kinda of fucked up, but so as I said before, like in 2012, like people said like 3D and 5D kind of merged together. And I talked about like people kind of experiencing different things or maybe like shifts in their energy and whatnot. But I, I forgot to mention that some people, or I should say probably like half of the population versus half of the population of the world have certain memories about things where the other half have like totally different memories or the opposite memories or something. So so I have to just like tell the story of, of how I discovered this. So um, one day I was, I was on Facebook and I was kind of scrolling and I saw this article and it was, it was titled the Mandela effect or something. And it was just like, or you know what? No, it wasn't even that. It was just like this uh, Sinbad movie never existed. And I was like, Oh, that's like that's a weird article. Like, let me click on it. And I was like going through all the Sinbad movies I had seen, like as a kid, like the f- like first kid, great movie. Great movie. I was oh, like I uh, Shazam, 
like all of these movies I was just like listing out of my head and I was like oh cool and so I'm like scrolling through the article I'm reading it it's like so interesting and they were like yeah but like like some people think that this Sinbad movie existed but it never actually did and it was just like Shazam and I was just like what like what do you mean <laughs> so because I had literally just recalled that movie, like, in, in anticipation of reading this article. I was like, ah, oh, Shazam was, like, good. Like, it was just, like, about, like, a genie and these two kids and, like, blah, 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 whatever. So I'm reading the movie, or reading the article, and it's just like, yeah, Shazam never existed. And I was just like, I mean, I freaked out. And then I was just like, that's like, okay. And so I'm Googling Shazam with Sinbad. I'm Googling, Googling. Not Nothing. to be confused with Kazam with, with Shaq. Yeah, Kazam with Zach came out a couple years after Shazam. <laughs> and um, so I'm Googling and I'm Googling and it's just like, all that's coming up is more of this Mandela effect. And like all of these articles, I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I've watched this movie as a kid. Like, I know it. Like, I know the plot. I know everything. Like, I remember it. And um, so I stumble upon the Mandela effect. And it's coined after um, Nelson Mandela. So it, it first happened a bunch of, like, half of the population had a memory of when Nel Nelson Mandela was in jail. He died in prison. In the his, 90s, right? In the 90s. Yeah. And his funeral was on TV. And, like, um, like people recalling the same exact memory not even just like oh yeah like if that he died it was just like no i watched yep. his funeral on television same details same exact details everything and the other half of the population was just like that never happened nope that never happened like he's he got out of jail he got out of prison and then he either well, and he died he, thereafter he died. hey you know what i wonder if he died in 2012 yeah like, that's the Is thing. That... Like, it it could have been he died in 2012, and then whoever, like, ascended, you know, like, mm -hmm. whatever it may be. But so, I discovered this, uh, and it was several, several years back, and it totally freaked me out. <laughs> and, and it's happened with a few instances, like, you know, Nelson Mandela, like, Shazam, but even just, like, little things, um, Febreze. It used to have, I remember it as having, um, it was spelled like F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E, -E -E, and now it only has three E's instead of four. Oh, like this F apostrophe or something? It's like, no. It's it like, doesn't end with an E? It's not B-R-E-E-Z, it's B-R-E-Z-E. -E. Okay. So, and I thought, honestly, when that happened, when I saw that, I was like, oh, wow, like, Fabrice just like, Rebranded, which so is this kind is of why weird. Joe Rogan has Jamie. Now I realize, because I want, I, I just want somebody to be like, "Hey, Jamie, look that up." When did yeah, that, exactly. When did yeah, Nelson like, Mandela look that die? Up. Yeah, in exactly. Yeah. What's the Febreze thing? Yeah, exactly. Give us some more Mandela effect right. examples. Right, and so, and so I got just so intrigued with it because I was just like, like I really thought these things happened that they're telling me now didn't happen. Um, another like really fucked up example which actually happened to me like in real life and I just told you this story the other night um oh the queen song the queen song um is it called we are the champions I don't I even so. know yeah. okay yeah so it's we are the champions and so um I remember this so I was in 11th grade I was playing Beirut uh, beer pong for those who are not <laughs> new Englanders yeah <laughs> so I was playing beer pong and it was me and my 
uh, great friend Tony. We also have. We also have a guest, yeah. yeah. So we're just yeah bringing those guys in here. Um, and so. So sudden death. Su it was a like, sudden death round. We were versing two other people, and we had won like every single game. It was like the championship round, and we were losing. And then finally we we clawed our way back, and then it was sudden death. And I think even we were on rebuttals, but whatever. Anyway, it was it was the final cup, and I it was the ball in my hand, and I was just like, this was do or die. Like we were either gonna win it all or lose it all. And the song was playing. And what's playing in the background? We are the champions by Queen. Like nice. perfect, right? And so at the very end of the song, it says like. Well, we are the champions. And I go, I throw the ball and it goes, of the world, get it in the cup. Nice. We fucking win. Great. My, me and my friend Tony have this inside joke where we go, of the world, bam. Like, bam is getting it in the cup. So we go, of the world, bam. So you've had that joke for had that joke 11 years? 11 yeah. years. Okay. We still have, we talk about yeah. it. Of the world, of bam. The world that's bam. Your, that's that's right. our inside joke. Of the world, bam. So as I'm researching more about this Mandela effect, what what comes up is We Are the Champions by Queen. And it's like, yeah, a lot of people think that the song ends with Of the World. But it doesn't. I wanted to just, like... This would I wanted someone to, to be like, yeah. just knock me out. Yeah, a dream. Then I listened to it. I listened to, I found like the YouTube. I even every listened to every of version it. of it. And then like, I even like found it on the radio before. And I always listened to see if it says of the world. And sure enough. Gone. Gone. Okay. As if it never fucking happened. Even something. though it fucking happened. Oh, it totally happened. And they're like, no, that never happened. So it makes you feel like you're just like fucking being gaslit by like, <laughs> by the, by by the, the universe. Yeah, like I don't know, even know who, oh, but like, it was yeah. so fucked up. And these little examples can be found like uh, the Monopoly Man. He. What, what about that? Well, I don't know. Describe the Mon Monopoly Man for me. Uh, he's got a top hat. Yep. A monocle. Yep. Uh, a white mustache. Okay. He doesn't have a monocle. And That's he never bullshit. did. Okay. No joke. I'm not even joking. He never had a monocle, but he fucking did. Okay, but remember in Ace Ventura when Nature Calls? It's the second Ace Ventura movie, and he goes into the party of rich people. He's, I don't know, he's in wherever yeah. he is. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy, and he has a monocle, and he's he's bald, and he has the white mustache, sure. and, and Jim Carrey goes, and you must be the <laughs> Monopoly, Monopoly guy. guy. Yeah. So... So, okay, that's fucked up. Yes. I knew a couple of them. Um, he wasn't I very convinced. I don't, no, no, I, it was just Shazam. I don't remember the movie Shazam. Just fucked up. But I'm not, I'm not going to say, I watch it? I don't know. I remember Kazam, I don't remember Shazam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, everything else, but maybe I just didn't watch it. I don't watch a lot of movies, you know. Yeah, maybe that was just one I missed. Yeah. Like you and uh, Hayden, Hayden's our brother. Yeah. Um, you, you and Hayden have some movies that were like your yeah, things that I sure. didn't see. Yeah. So, but everything else uh, that they're saying doesn't exist that I've heard. Yeah. I do remember. Um, the I remember a monocle. The, I remember of the world. I mean, I'm a musician. Like I like I love Queen. Yeah. That like, show, who like doesn't? that song. Yeah, that Especially song. from like Massachusetts. Always <laughs> ended with of the world. Um, the other one is uh, the Darth Vader quote. That I mean, too. I was like, how, like, you're, I don't even care. 
because it's not just you're not just remembering the movie, the part of the movie. You're right. like you're, like your inside joke. You're remembering people quoting exactly. the movie. It was yeah. it's a cultural right. iconic it's a cultural thing. Phenomenal. Luke, yeah. I am your father. Right. But no, apparently it's no. It's not. No, no, I am your I father. Am your father. He doesn't say. He does Luke. not say Luke. Let us know in the comments below. Yeah, let us if know. You think that's bullshit you think too. This is bullshit. If you think any of these are absolute bullshit? Oh my god. Uh, one more that maybe you won't know. Pokemon. Maybe. Remember Pokemon? Okay. I collected the cards. Okay. Pikachu. Mm -hmm. His tail. What the, color? Uh, I don't remember. All right. What color is Pikachu though? He's yellow, but right. I thought there was like a black tint to it. You. Uh, at the end, at the tip. Yeah. Nope. Wow. But, but there was. But I, never. But this is Mandela. This like is you Mandela. go back to any like, the, vintage, giving, vintage. So it's not I'm, like they redesigned. It's not like they redesigned or rebrand anything. Like this isn't the case. They're actually saying this never happened. Right. This never existed. This version. Say like Pikachu's tip of his tail was black. That's yeah. how I remember yeah. it. They're saying that that was never the case. They're saying with the monocle on the Monopoly Man, never the right. case. That and then you go back and look for vintage images of these and things and they can't don't find exist. It. That's why it's fucked up. It's That's not why. just they redesigned. It's not like, oh yeah, just like they're rebranding. That was the old it never Pikachu, fucking that was the old existed. Yeah, fuck, man. So a lot of people, what I discovered, and this was just recently because I had always been interested in the Mandela effect because mm -hmm. it's fucking wild. Uh, someone explained it to me, like the thing with the 3D and the 5D, that when that happened, some memories from each, right? Like because when you're when you're talking about different realities and you're talking about quantum physics, like there are infinite possibilities of realities. Mm -hmm. So once you shift into a different reality, <laughs> stupid things could change, and maybe not big things, but just like and and they're saying that that could possibly be the reason is that we shifted into a new reality and we're layered on top of another, um, which is maybe why the Mandela effect happened. But well, I don't that's know. why I want to know if he died in 2012 because that would right because that would be really fucked up. That would yeah. support the yeah, Mayan uh, theory. Yeah. Wow. I don't know, but like, yeah, let us know in the comments because. So like yeah, so let's let's. Let's close down with um, what we want our listeners or our viewers to list in the comments. Um, what was your 2020 silver lining? Yeah, silver lining. Um, are you going to take the fucking vaccine? Um, are you the type of person who, if someone doesn't take the vaccine, you're going to read them the riot act and try to rip them a new asshole? Yeah. Um, and are you qualified to do that? Uh, had you remember any of these Mandela effect things that apparently never existed, but definitely but fucking definitely existed. Definitely fucking did. Uh, what else? What did we touch on? I think that's it. Maybe hopes it. dreams for 2021. Yeah, just hopes, like, dreams. Um, yeah, what you guys are up to for and, 2021. Yeah, so, well, obviously, 2020 highlight is we started this podcast. So yeah. Thanks to everybody who's listened to yeah, it. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, we hope you continue to listen and continue to follow us on this yeah. This journey. Yeah, and um, and hope we hope that you you know we have we have guests, we have ideas, we have things that we are pretty well versed on that we can speak with expertise. But we would really love to hear the types of stuff you'd want to yeah. hear about, um, and just keep you know even if it's just an Instagram share of our post or a story or something, just yeah, just keep super uh, helpful. Yeah whatever you can do to support this endeavor because it's been really cool for us so thanks for for coming along the journey yeah thanks for tuning in
All right. Cool. See you in 2021 for the next episode of... Go on here. Go on here. Hey. What's going on here? Go on here.